Hey, what's going on? It is episode 301 of the Hey My Man podcast. This is Dave. This is Ben. Dude, I have to tell you this story about my son. For the longest time, he's been wanting to... Uh, I didn't know what to do for his 18th birthday because, um, to be honest, like I would, I would have thought he wanted to do something, and maybe he did, that was without me. He's 18, right? So it's like, oh, we're going to go do this, or me and my buddies are going to do that. And so the opportunity came up to see Black Flag, a reunion tour with Mike, Mike V, who's now singing for Black Flag of Skateboarding Note. Um, and they're going to be at the Hobart Art Theater. So it is close enough to where he could have just went with his buddies. I don't really need to go or whatever. But I was like, I actually reluctantly went because I was like, you know, I really don't want to go to see this. It's not my 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 thing anymore. And it just... I already know the kind of people that are going to be there. Kids his age who are completely disconnected from the crowd that would have been going to this in the 80s. Like, it's going to be a way more pussified group of people than the original people that went, right? People that you don't think cut their teeth on this. The other group of people are going to be the dudes who did go and are still looking to settle the score with anybody. And, you know, there's still the dudes who are, are living the dream. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Just, yeah, still pe- raging against the machine. People that were into it and then were like, "Oh, I had to get a real job and I had to become part of the machine." Aren't going to this normally, unless there's that nostalgia thing, you know. But you're not even getting the actual group. It's all new people except the guitar player, the originator of the group. Either way, and they're playing specifically this album called "My War," which was not one of my favorites. It's it's a Rollins album, and I uh, he was my least favorite of the singers. But anyway, I digress. So I buy my kid tickets to go see this, um, one for him and one for me or, and, and I, I always buy three for some reason. So I was like, well, I'm not going to bring my wife to this. This is, and he definitely wouldn't want his mom to go with him. Don't people usually buy a pair of tickets or four? Yes, they do. But I always, I was like, here's what I want to do. If he can get some other people to go there, I will hang out with one of my contemporaries that would probably be like, I could bring out and be like, Hey, this show is going on. My kid's probably not going to want me to smother him, so why don't you come too? And that is what I did. Mm. I had my cousin Steve uh, come out, and so we took my son, and lo and behold, a couple of people he knew were there. So he's like, hey, I'm I'm here in the same building with you. You don't have to worry about it. And I'm like, I'm not going to go anywhere near the, the center of the stage and get involved in any of this madness or whatever. I'm just old, and I want to sit back and chill out. So um, band starts playing. I, people are going crazy and I see him go by on the top of the crowd and he's smiling, having the time of his life. He's crowd surfing. I'm like, oh, oh there, there he surfing. goes. And then there's a huge pit and everybody's doing their thing. And the next thing I see, he's in the crowd. He has a, uh, a denim vest on, but no T-shirt anymore. Half of his T-shirt's ripped off. And he's, eh, I see him, he's waving, eh, it's me. And uh, then I see him standing in, the, uh, uh, there's a, uh, a refrain between songs. And I see him standing in the middle of the pit. And there's a guy my age that's standing nose to nose with him. And the guy's like, I could see the guy's like angrily yelling at him. And I'm like watching from the side of the stage. And I'm like, okay, at some point I could tell this is a tumultuous, this isn't, this isn't a good conversation. He's not, he's not happy with your son. But I'm also like, Hey, you know what? He's 18. Let's see what's going to happen. Let's, you know, I doubt anything crazy is going to happen. Mm-hmm. So next song breaks out or whatever. And I'm talking to my cousin. I don't see what's going on. And he comes up to me after that song. He's like, Hey dude, this guy just punched me out. I'm like, what do you mean? 
he's like, oh, well, you know, I was I was in the mix, and, and I, I, I reached out, and I grabbed his, his buddy's shirt and tore it off, and I was like, hey, cool, whatever. And he was like, that's my buddy's shirt. And so he goes, he hit me in the chin. I went back into the stage, and then before I even could come to, the dude hit me with another one. And he's like, I just was like, hey, man, what are you doing? Like, what, what's that about? And he's got blood coming out of his nose and his mouth. And I was like, okay, do you want me to, are you, what, what, what am I going to do here? You know, what do you want me to do? And he's like, nothing, man. He's like, this is the greatest night of my life. And I'm like, okay. So as he's talking to me, I see the guy. I, this dude is looking at me because he sees yeah. this guy's now talking to a group of other dudes. And he's uh, probably anticipating there's now going to be this issue. And the dude is like trying to break eye contact and looking at a guarantee, anticipating that we were going to approach him. But I didn't. And the concert went on and that dude sort of like, you know, went to the back or whatever. And we ended up leaving and we saw the guy outside and he was just milling around. And a, another dude that I grew up with was there and he's like, hey, if this guy starts any trouble or whatever. We, and I'm like, I'm not getting in a fight. Hmm. Okay. I don't. So I want to throw this to you because I've told <laughs> this story to a lot of people and including my wife was like, you just you let this kid get punched out. <laughs> and I was like, well, okay. And she's like, you were in the place. You're supposed to be chaperoning him. And I'm like, no, no, I accompanied mm. him to a concert. And when I asked him what happened, he was like, well, I, I think I inadvertently grabbed this guy's shirt and I ripped it off. And that guy ripped my shirt off. Then I pushed that guy. And then another dude came from behind and hit me. And I had, I told my wife, I was like, this is what happens when you hang out in dens of ill repute with losers and this is who is there. And I'm not talking about the kids my kid's age because you're just doing what you think is cool and you find nostalgic and you're like, oh, this is... There's there's zero reason for any kid of this era to be angry at the government. They should be happy with the government, to be honest. Most of them are, right? They're in support of all this. Mm. Um, and if you're not happy with the government, you're surely not on this side of the coin. This this is a a, a crowd full of staunch progressive Democrats at this point. You know, and right. so you, I guess, assume that you're going to be among your people and it's going to be all good. And I thought a lot about this and I thought, you know, what a great life lesson. I mean, you put your hands on somebody, that person didn't like it and they gave you a two piece for it and you walked away from it. You've been in your first fight. Now, I didn't think of your first fight should be with a 45 year old dude. And I really don't call it a fight because you, you're just a punching bag at that point. You didn't even know how to react to it. I wouldn't say it was a fight more than he just got hit. Yeah. You know? So, so you know, you who uh, did unspeakable things, I'm assuming at Woodstock 99, <laughs> you know, as we've ah. talked about, what do you do in this scenario? You have a son. Um, if you were there, I mean, even if you were there with me watching the concert, do you feel compelled to even wait to ask him, should I get involved? I think... You're right, and the well, I think what you Excuse did. Me? I think what you, I think what you did was okay because the when you go to the overall end of the game, end of the day scenario, he's not that hurt. Nobody went to jail. It didn't get bigger. That's good, right? So, your estimation of like, hey, this thing isn't such a big thing, was probably accurate. And you've been to many shows, so you, people throw a punch here and there. Um, the only issue is like. If you see, you know, he's not like an old 18 either. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, right. This isn't like a, like a guy with a beard and right. like, right. you know, crazy tattoos. Like he looks of his time. And so for you to be 40 something and just be like, I'm going to up this game to 40 something. <laughs> to me, you're, you're, you're praying 
You're preying on we. You're going for slim pickings here. Well, I like, guarantee this guy came there like I'm dealing on somebody tonight. Who will it be? And I'm waiting for an opportunity to justify me. I've been waiting to see Black Flag for 25 years, and yeah. now is my time. And I'm going to have my story. I feel but like- my son got a story out of it, and he thinks it's he's told every single person he's run into. Almost as ridiculous as when he went to the barber shop for the first time and told everybody that he had Pomeranians. And they were just like not as down with that idea as he was. <laughs> right, right, Like he right. just can't read the room very well. You know what? That's funny though because that reminds me of my son too, which is like and maybe it's like this generational. There's a, a few years of a gap, but like they don't seem to have the same shame that oh, like sure. that. You know, what I mean, that, I know it's a fairly obvious statement, but my son every year wants a cat backpack. Well, he went to junior high this year, and so I'm like, hey, bud, uh, you know, maybe we just get you like an army green one. Maybe we just get you a black one, like. This is junior high now. So I told him a bunch of times ago, junior high is really hard. Like socially, they're the most wild. By high school, people have sort of chilled out. They've maybe found a girlfriend or boyfriend. They're playing sports. Junior high, it's just savages. It's Lord of the Flies. I go, so maybe just don't invite reasons for people to give you a hard time. And he's like, he looked at me like I was speaking Greek. And he's just like, yeah, but cats are awesome. I'm like, yeah. I mean, I too also like cats. Uh. How about how about the five minute rant I just gave you a second ago? Did that did that lead to anything? And that's that's what it reminds me of with your story is is Logan's just like yeah no I got punched it was awesome it's no big deal and there's no like no animosity no anger now I'll say you did the right the right thing in the bigger picture and I'm and I'm no more violent I'm not more violent than you or anything like that I just think like I would get my own like I would get my own self-esteem or ego damage if I saw anybody doing anything to my kid. And I think even knowing that this is overboard, not necessary, and probably the wrong move, I would just do it. Just, I'm that kid in that alley again, right? I'm just like, no one's going to hit my kid and I'm not swinging back. I feel like I would probably hit a guy and later be like, that really sucks that I had to do that. And who knows if I would have won or not, right? You, you hit the wrong guy and all of a sudden- That's you're, also you're, embarrassing. You're sleeping in a pile of alcohol and urine <laughs> in the middle of a, a Hobart art theater. You know what I mean? So that's not, that's not, I don't, I don't know that I would have gone crazy, but, uh, but you do have that instinct for sure to go like- Well, definitely, it definitely was in my head because I was thinking to myself, okay, so now- does my kid inside think like less of me? Like, why didn't, why isn't that your normal instinct? But I was just like, dude, you need to, this, this, this is part of learning about what the real world is about. And that is, is that you can't just say whatever you want to whoever you want, because there are people like this loser who this is what he lives for. He went around and also told the same story to his friends. Some kid you know came saying? up and he just knocked <laughs> yeah, right. him out. And it was right. I, yeah. I, you know, I, you should have seen the way I hit this kid, but my kid was like, I didn't go down. I did see stars. I felt a little dizzy, but at the end of the day, I never, I still next song. I was back in it, which, you know? yeah, I've been to many Deftone show where I catch elbows to the head. Yeah. And like the fact but those that are you unintentional, sur- right? But the, but the fact that you survive right. is like a badge of honor. Um, your approach is almost like one of those old school, like Westerns, like, Oh, let the boys be boys for a minute. Like you sit back and you watch. I'm sure if it was like danger, if you had no, you know what I mean? Especially maybe well, if he was he, getting pummeled, like the guy mounted him. It was just ground and pounding. Right. Yeah. So, I, you know, I once, <laughs> I once told my therapist on the 8,000th visit when I was talking about somebody that I had ill will toward, uh, we were talking about, you know, the nature of violence and how much we're capable of and where it comes from. And I said, listen, there's this person I don't necessarily feel like violence would make me feel better. Like if I broke this person's neck or if I hurt this person or whatever, it's not that I would uh, 
want to do that. It's just important to me that he knows I can. <laughs> that was like the hang up for me. I don't need to inflict violence on this person. Mm. It just keeps me up at night. This guy thinking that I can't, right? Sure. So that's like the the art theater would be one of those like if I'm standing there and I'm giving the guy the look and he's like I don't want any of these problems, that's enough for me because then you know I'm gonna do it. Yes. It's the well, at no point because he didn't he, he didn't come over and apologize, but at the same time he didn't he he walked away from the situation. I was with several people, so I mean he doesn't know. I mean maybe I look like my kid, but. You know what I mean? They, they, it, what, there was none of the, There was no, uh, yeah, you want some too? Or any, there was right, no right, right. Well, he did tear a guy's shirt off too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, right. it wasn't completely unprovoked, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair. Because so. I had taken a picture at the end of the show, and my wife, uh, I posted on Facebook today, actually, for, for uh, na- International or National Sons Day. Uh, and my wife was like, why is he not wearing the shirt I sent him to the concert in or that he went to the concert in? You know what I mean? And, <laughs> right. and that's her, and I was like, oh, because he got, you know, he got, he got, he got the, the shit knocked out of him and also his shirt ripped off. Uh, but he did buy a souvenir shirt, so so that was all right. Not only that, but I take a little umbrage with the word chaperone. Mm-hmm. If you're 18 you're going to like a punk rock show, uh, I'll go with you and I'll look out for you, but chaperone doesn't feel like the right word. Yeah, and you know what? Um that unfortunately there's just a main floor there. So there isn't like a balcony. So I was, I wasn't necessarily an eye shot of him, nor was I paying attention to him. I did know that that was a potential to happen in a place like that, in a situation like that, in a concert like that. But in my wildest dreams, I'm like, the worst thing is going to happen. He's going to fall down. Someone's going to accidentally or inadvertently do this or that. But I also know specifically who the, who the band is and what that's going to bring out. And like I said, these two different groups of people, this group of people of uh, you know that that want to dress like this and act like this today, and the people are still hanging on to it from yesterday, and uh, just not a good mix. No, no, <laughs> not no, a good mix not at, at all. all. So I don't. I wouldn't. I mean, clearly it doesn't seem like it bothered you too much no. more than you just want. It's not like like everything. You'd I do say, run you know. it past people because I I guess I want people to say like you weren't wrong in not doing that, and it is it's a mixed bag. I got to be honest with you. A lot of people are like, dude, like, why wouldn't you just go one up and knock the, you know, hit this dude? And I'm like, I sort of feel maybe it was justified. Yeah. As weird as that sounds. Well, and a lot of that too is is just people going like, this is a manliness test, mm. and for me, yeah, right. And not saying that it is, no. but a lot of people will view it that way. They'll go like. No, if anybody, you know, you touch my family, I'll put you six my, feet under. But you my know? kid told me, do not engage. Please, just let it go. So yeah. Like, oh, he, cool, he, I'm back to I'm And back he to was right. Too. Yeah, I mean, if he looked visibly shook, yeah, like, this is totally awful. I mean, it would be, you know, I'm sure you would be. <laughs> right. So I think you read the room. Yeah. You know? I did. It sounds like you read the room just fine. <laughs> On the heels of that, okay, so I also got this kid a new car uh, for graduation. So this was the other, the, the other prize getting punched in the face at the black flag concert. And we decided to give him, uh, $5,000 toward a car just to teach him some responsibility where he would make the pay just to bring the principal down. Mm. You know what I mean? So he would, yeah. he would go buy a car and, uh, my a new wife, car, new car, uh, used we, we didn't know, but it ended up being a, like, it was like a, I think it's a 2021. So pretty new, only has like 11,000 miles on it. It's only 11,000, 11 years newer than mine. So uh, my wife picked out a car that she wanted him to have, uh, gave him almost zero autonomy uh, and said, okay, the car is at the dealership. This is the car, the color I like for you. And uh, we test drove a couple. She told him the one she wanted him to have. Yeah, I had that happen to me once before. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, so he he did, he did uh, a 
decide to make that purchase. But if you remember <laughs> wait, years ago, wait. he decided to make the purchase that was made for him. Yes. But, okay. And this is important. Uh, if you if you remember years ago when my wife bought uh, her her Rav Four, um, I attempted to negotiate with the smarmy salesman, and she caught me off at every pass. And then the dude literally, if, if I remember, go back and listen, the dude physically turned his back on me at a certain point so he could engage with my wife only and disregard me or keep me out of the conversation. Oh, I don't remember. Um, and this is exactly what happened Terrible. again because right away I came in there with a price in my mind. Hey, this is what I want to walk out of the door paying for this vehicle. And the guy does the, well, now it's, Unfortunately, with supply chain issues, and you know it's very hard to get a car nowadays. Uh, I've talked to the manager, and these are the rock bottom. Pri- Save mm-hmm. it, buddy. Yeah, yeah. And my wife, I, so I go, look, I know it's not the rock bottom price. I'm trading in a car. I need to know what the best you can do. My wife's like, well, he just said it was rock bottom. So if it's a rock bottom, I don't. Well, he can't do anything about no, it. No, you mean rock bottom when I leave? Like yeah. I'm leaving rock so, bottom. Yeah. So I'm like, well, I'm prepared to leave because this is the price I came in with. And my wife's like, you're making this very uncomfortable. Like this guy's sitting there. You know, I just, I mean, he told you it's the best he could do. And he's already spoken to the manager. I'm like, he has not gotten up and talked to anybody. <laughs> what are you doing? So this salesman clearly told you he'd like to sell it to you then, for this number. Then I, I, he, he says, uh, well, I've talked to, uh, I, you know, the manager Riley said X, Y, Z. My wife goes, Riley, that's the guy that sold me the car. And I go, yeah, remember his dad owns a dealership. And he goes, my wife's like, was he here? And he's like, well, I'll go get him. And my wife looks through her phone to find the picture she took with him when she sold, when he sold the car to her, they took like a, Hey, I sold you this car picture. And so my wife think not, not because she wanted to negotiate and say, remember me, I've already bought a car from you, you know, in good faith, uh, this is my second car. Could we maybe do no, just wanted to show him a picture of, uh, so while I'm negotiating, she's like, stop for, I'm looking, flipping, going through my phone. The guy comes over my wife's like, look, it's me and you when you sold me the car. And the guy's like, great. Awesome. Uh, not interested in trying to uh, help out because of the picture, but I did get the price down about 1500 overall, which I know still is not, that's not the end, but my wife and my son played like defense for this guy, for the salesman. And the guy's like, oh, I mean, they, they understand what I'm talking about yeah. here. You know, confer with your wife. I mean, she clearly yeah. you don't get it. And she does. I've told you three times. Maybe you want to leave me with her and she'll explain to you what you don't understand about the manager saying these are the rock bottom Sir, prices. if you want to leave the checkbook, your wife and I would like Dude, to talk about this. He gets up and he leaves. And then she's like, stop. She's like, this is just very uncomfortable. He's uncomfortable. We're uncomfortable. I don't care if he's uncomfortable or not. I Why do I care? So... Well, people just, yeah, it just feels that way. So she has to be there because she has to choose the car that my son's going to get, that he gets to pick his own car. And then on top of it, she is going to play defense for the dealership against me. At least he's 18 (laughs) when this is all happening to him. (laughs) So he is 18 (laughs) uh, and uh, he is off to the races. He's got a a full-time job, uh, shucking an ambulance around town. So that is what he's doing in the meantime. In the, my life, for the last, you know, I can't even remember how long I've been. I've been traveling around uh, with my daughter, playing, uh, well, coaching. Yeah, you're uh, you like softball. A lot, yeah, huh? well, and and people get angry that follow me on Facebook because what? I constantly put pictures of my or video, and I'm sure everybody <laughs> did the don't follow anymore. So you know whatever. But there was a reason for that. Is the other? The I would we, never put. I just, I didn't know that button was there, but. 
the other team we played for last year, uh, the coach wanted to see uh, video and stuff of the kid practicing to show that while we weren't at actual practice, we were putting in our time. So we wanted to show everybody we were we were going to work harder. And let, let me let me ask know. let me ask you something that I think you asked me before. To what end? Well, it's it, we want everyone to know that they'll never work as hard as us. Uh, well, to to the end of her being completely not interested in playing softball anymore. Apparently, yeah, that's the unofficial goal. Uh, now, unofficially. I, but- now, I will argue against the people annoyed by softball. All you people out there that don't like his softball <laughs> posts, listen, don't don't just think because there's an onslaught of softball posts that you get to weigh in on this. Um, you are instilling a we work hard yeah. and we're not lazy and we get things done, which can then be transferred into, you know, my niece, uh, my niece danced all the different dances, all the different troops and M2 and all these different things for years and years and years. She never dances now, but I I am very certain that she took away the get up early, work hard, mm. stay late because she's kicking ass. There's life lessons here, man. She's kicking ass in life. Yeah. Um, I hope that, I mean, unless you told me there's a way to get those lessons without softball or dancing. And I don't know. No, I don't know. I mean, know you have either. to put the work in, right? Yeah. I see the... I'm trying to find a shortcut because I don't want to do all that shit. I see the uh, Serena Williams Netflix doc or Netflix show or HBO show or whatever with Will Smith. And I'm like, that's the kind of dad I, I strive to be. Yeah. And other people are like, that guy is a lunatic. You want to be like the like, the drummer from Whiplash. Yeah, absolutely. No, the, yeah, the teacher I mean, I of never, the drummer I never saw it. I just heard this yes. what it's like. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, and yeah, it gets, a, it, gets a little, it gets a little hard sometimes, but... I want, so we had a contest on the team and the person who won the contest by putting in the most hours outside of practice won a hundred dollar gift certificate. You logged these by honor system. Yeah. And, but we also put it on video. So there, so no one could ever say it's, it's impo- no honor. It's impossible that you we're putting in five hours a day on top like on days we didn't practice. And I knew people would be like, no, you're not. You're, you're no five not hours it. a day. Yeah. Like every day after school, okay. like, Four hours, five hours on the weekends, you know, constantly, nonstop. So you just get your kids just buy into this mania? Not really. Well, your kids, not singular. really. Not really. On the video, she's smiling, but between takes, uh, you know, no, not so much. Yeah, but your son wasn't that way. He no, was kind of. So. No. Yeah, I wasn't going to make the same mistake twice. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. I get it. Mine are so close and they both have the same uh, horrible work ethic. So, <laughs> so I'm trying to find a, an end around. Yeah, she just she's she's built a little bit differently where he would just do whatever I asked him to do and probably inside was I know inside the minute he, the minute the minute I took the foot off my foot off the gas he was like I'm quitting wrestling and I'm I'm just going to sit around for the last couple of years of high school. Yeah, I remember when he was the Hebrew Hammer. Yeah. That was great. Yeah. I mean again, we're, we're I got merch going and it was like, you know, it was great. It, it got to a point where he, you know, he he just couldn't figure out a way to tell me. And I know I, I'm hoping that day won't come again. I always tell her, hey, if, if I could play catch with my dad, I play catch with my dad every day, yeah, all day. You'd have a catch. That's right. But she again, she wants to watch TikTok and, and talk about Taylor Swift. And, and I don't have mm. interest in that kind of stuff. And as I've told you before, my dad, he didn't care so much about your hobbies, but he surely didn't mind if you wanted to join in on one of his. Mine was similar. Yeah. yeah, yeah, mine was that way for sure. So, so I want to. I'm trying to make my hobby and her hobby the same thing. Well, don't we all do that? We go like one step more than our dad. Mm-hmm. You know, we go like, all right, my dad was pretty decent, so we'll do a tiny bit more. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, yeah. what's the cool nickname for her? 
Doesn't oh, you, I mean, if you got a Hebrew hammer, the do you backstop have, like, sniper. She's no, a catcher. yeah, but I needed some ethnicity involved. <laughs> I need her to be like, uh, yeah. I'll, I don't I'll, know, just... I'll have to think of something. I'll have to think of something. We'll we'll come up with it. She has a year till her bat mitzvah, so. Oh, she go. killed that one. She went the Yiddish yard. <laughs> there, there you go. <laughs> you got to come up with something. You know, I don't know there enough. I don't know enough uh, cultural terms. Oh, <laughs> to do it, to do it properly. It's been uh, it's been a long, long year and a half. Um, and it, it's it's it just when just when it was about to end, we had like a, a, a two weeks off or a month off, and we joined a new team, and we're back off to the races. And this team, I'm actually an assistant coach on, so I have more responsibility than I had in the past. I got out. I was the I was the scorekeeper on the other team, which I thought would be a little bit um, easier to do. But I still got to be a part of the action. But in order to score keep correctly, you really you can't just be like, "Hey, it's a hit," because some hits aren't hits. You know what I'm talking about? Like mm. it's a fielder's choice; doesn't get counted as a hit. And then the other parents get very angry when you uh, when you actually score keep correctly. And as you know me, I get obsessive, and I'm like, <laughs> "I'm sorry." Yes, on 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 the standalone, your kid did hit the ball. But that is not counted as a hit in this sport. That's not how it works. It's not a hit. If they threw the ball to second and got the runner from first to second out, your kid got it's a fielder's choice, so they're not awarded a hit. They went to first, but it's not a hit. Right. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. So, yeah. so that caused all kinds of drama. And uh and uh I but I, I have been able to relax in my new hot tub and my wife's new hot tub and our Look at in you. ground pool. So you're rich now? I apparently, cool. yes. Apparently. How does it feel to be rich? Is that good? I have, I, the deal <laughs> I made before was you could, again, it didn't matter. I did not want to get a pool. Wait, but first I, let me ask you one more question. Yeah. How rich do you have to be for me to get in your pool? Well, you, I, I think I've explained to you before. The pool's all right. No hot tub. You could be in the pool. How, um, what's it going to take for me to get in your hot tub? N- not, not, there's not any amount Listen, of money. As long as alcohol exists in this world, I can always get in that hot tub some way. Somehow. I don't drink though. So I do, you, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. So if you're drunk, you think that's if the you're part drunk, of the equation. If you're, if you're drinking, you can get in my hot tub that's with correct. me who's stone cold sober that's, and doesn't want you in the hot tub. I didn't, I mean, me. if you want to come too, that's fine. <laughs> I'm just wondering what's it going to take. No, for you. it's disgusting. We had once said like, what does it take for me? Like, for me to sleep at your house, mm-hmm. it was like there was like certain parameters, yes. and like there was things you couldn't just like you don't just get to, yeah. Uh, and I was clearly, I was, I remember saying like I'm okay uh, with not abiding by those rules. I'll sleep in the car. I can't even remember what it was. That still stands to this day. Like if you needed a place to stay, the street in front of my house is safe. I have needed. I, I have needed I have a, ring a place to stay you, so many times this past year, you, and I still was like, you know what. This yeah, 09, you never this, came a calling. This 09 CRV. Uh, yeah. I you could have parked I, in front of my ring doorbell. Dude, I had the blanket my grandma made me, and I had a back seat and a winter coat. And yeah. You know, I was just, I was like, one day this is going to make a great autobiography. I was just telling somebody the other day about your stupid argument uh, about having your kid, promoting your kids throwing snowballs at cars. Oh, I was talking about that the other day That's too. That's weird. And I yeah, said, we were talking about and my I dad. saw how I'd get out and punch your kid in his face. And they're like, but it's an 11 year old kid or, you know, whatever, however your son was. Yeah, but now I have the more dilemma. Do I punch you back? For doing <laughs> exactly. <so? laughs> no. Exactly. Uh, yeah, that was when we were doing that when we were kids and we were throwing snowballs at cars as they passed in front of the street. And uh, 
you know, this is a Norman Rockwell version in my head, and there's soft snowballs, and no one's trying to hurt anybody, and there's no. There's I remember di- you were suggesting people should be like, "Oh, that's really nice," and wave as they drove on. Most by of them were laughing. I think they could see the glee, they could see the intent in our eyes, you know. Except for one lady stopped and was yelling and saying how horrible it was and started cussing. And then my dad gave the famous line. He goes, "All right, see you in church." And then she just got mad and drove away. And and I took that lesson forever. And I said, "I guess it's okay." But you guys were like, "No, ice balls and rocks." And yeah. see, therein lies the distinct difference. Yeah. But I think it's a natural progression because in order to be able to throw the snowball farther, you have to load it with some heavy, either heavy ice, rock. There's got to be something in there to give it some some substance and some weight. No, but you're, I mean, you're just thinking about this in terms of like, how can I damage a car? This, we were, we were, you know. Yeah, well, I don't know. We were, I, we were frolicking gaily in the snow. All right. All right. <laughs> you know what I mean? But yes. Okay. Yeah. We're, I was talking, you, you're my stupid argument about the snowball. Yes. So anyway, no, I was just, I was just telling somebody the other day, uh, or I mean, actually this afternoon I was talking about this and I said, here, here's just an argument. I was like talking about how different I, this person basically who knows me only because I am attending a um, like a uh, a, co- a college level seminar uh, course. It's like two weeks on, two weeks off with this co ed parties. And we were out to lunch, and the guy said to me, "Man, I didn't realize that you were this miserable of a person." At when I first met you in the first week or two, I was like, "Oh, this, this guy's all right." And he goes, "As time's gone on, I've just found you to be a miserable person." Well, and I just said, "Here's the way it works." You would be okay once you find. I, I'm trying to figure out these these guidelines and these bumpers for our relationship or our uh, how we exist together. And when you fall into these parameters, things get a little bit easier. And I explained to him my and your relationship because mm. it's the perfect one. I was like, you got this guy <laughs> who is a complete like you Whoa, couldn't be easy, more opposite. Easy, easy you couldn't be you... more opposite as far as you know the way he conducts himself. On a daily basis, whether that be as a as a husband, a father, just everything. We are very, but I guess every now and then we come together and stuff. I tase my kids every time they pick up a softball. I, and I just threw out some things. I go, dude, this, these are the things that right away I would tell you that we couldn't be friends if you had a, one of those mustaches that curl up. If I ever saw you wear a bowler hat, yeah. If you had, um, if you had Ed Hardy, anything. Yeah. If you, if you, if I showed up at a wedding and you were part, you were one of the groomsmen, or you were part of the groomsmen, and you all did a dance for the bride. If you it's, talked it's, about it's, the weather at all in the first thirty seconds. So these things are no go for me. And the guy, and he was like, "It's just weird that you have these no go rules." Now this guy is like in his early thirties. And I am in my late 40s. And I was like, but see, this is what cuts right to the chase. Or if I make a joke about the band Creed and you think I'm serious, <laughs> also we're not friends. But, you know, I've figured out this way to just like, we'll just carve this out right now. A lot of people would go like, hey, man, uh, let me give me list me your top five favorite movies. Right now, if there's an age gap of 10 years or greater, I don't even half these people have not even seen any. They don't even watch movies anymore. Yeah. People are like, oh, I, I I watch this guy on TikTok. It's my favorite guy on I don't, Instagram. Yeah. My bodyguard's not going to fly out right no, away. No, absolutely not. So there's that's not the, the level playing field. And my thing is, again, we go back to those, I guess, tangibles of, I don't know, if you look a physical, if you look a certain way, I can't be your friend. And I know, I know that's, that seems very. What's a, uh, what's a haircut that you're Well, on I'm just right saying, away? like, if you have the Raleigh Fingers mustache mm-hmm. and, you know, my wife brings 
you are my wife's friend's my husband wife. and you've got the Raleigh Fingers mustache, we're n- it's not going to happen. First of all, you don't mm-hmm. have her let you be friends with somebody with a Raleigh Fingers mustache. Well, I'm saying maybe she doesn't know the husband, but he comes out to dinner and it's the first time she's meeting him too. You, you're already there, so you have to eat, but you do not have to respect Well, that. you know me, though, because it's going to get addressed. I can't leave it in. <laughs> I cannot. Yeah. And that's what a lot of people who who haven't. Like, okay, you were, our relationship is different because you were listening to the podcast prior to us meeting. So you kind of had an idea of, of what you were walking into in a way it got got a little more heavy as we became closer, but, Mm -hmm. uh, and personal, but, um, for someone who just, it's funny to me when someone's like, man, you're kind of a miserable dude. And I'm like, I don't find myself miserable. I just find myself saying, I know, like, like a woman who's been divorced twice and says, I know what I want and I know how to get it. And I won't settle for anything less. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I do know uh, specifically <laughs> what you mean. But like, <laughs> but it's funny because somebody was talking about the show the other day and they were like, they were like, they, people ask about like your demeanor, like, oh, like, do you guys get along or about something? me? Yeah. Or like some people will be like, they'll think you're like mean to me and I'll go. <laughs> your I, brother. <laughs> it, yeah. Him. He's one of them. Yeah. But, I, but I'm like, I seriously n- never, I don't know. Maybe I'm missing some chromosome or well, for sure I'm missing a chromosome, <laughs> but like, I, I don't know. I, I, to me, like there's, when you meet somebody and that's kind of what I was thinking on the way here, when you meet somebody and, and if you're lucky enough to know like how the rules are defined, it is your choice to accept those. Like I know how you're gonna be, mm-hmm. and you know I'm 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 gonna be late sometimes. I'm gonna not have headphones, whatever. Like not saying it's okay, but if you know and you accept it, then then there you are. You but move I, on. I've never been like, wow, oh, Dave was mean to me. I, I don't. But it's I, fine. I don't accept that. You, I don't even think you're unhappy. No, I, I don't accept that you forgot your headphones. I'm gonna talk about it. I'm gonna okay. point out the fact that and in off the air, I'm gonna be like, dude, why why are yeah. you not? But I didn't forget but, them. But, but you're but you already know that coming in, and I feel like I've always said consistency is the best because you already know. And it's like, yes, you might go, well, I'm going to have to hear about the, the, the headphones and I'm going to have to hear about this and I'm going to have to hear about being late or whatever, but we're, we'll get, we'll get through it. No, but your, your metaphor is actually a really good one about that, that the woman or man or man, uh, who's like, you know, I'm never selling. I'm going to find the perfect, whatever. It's not really about finding the perfect. It's about understanding like what you're dealing with. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's like, understand, you, you don't go like, Oh, I want the perfect podcast partner. It's, it, no, it's much better. So, so say like your perfect podcast partner is my Madden theory, like 99 points. Say I'm coming in at 60 of your preferred points, but you understand those 60. Right. So you can work freely within, right. the, you know what you're yeah. getting. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's, it, I don't know. I got, lost, I, don't, I got lost on a tangent, but you can do that with your friends or your partner or whatever. It's actually very good at doing relationships. If you go like, I, I, this is what this person is. I either want it or I don't. And I'm going to work within the parameters given, but beating your head against the wall, hoping that a 70s and 80 is kind of silly. I think so. Just real quick, let me touch on this. When you say you, you might be coming in at a 60, there have been many times where we're down and two hours before the podcast, and you're like, yeah, I'm not feeling tonight. Uh, I don't have anything. And I'm like, we're doing it. I'll carry it. Don't worry about it. Just bring what you have and I'll compensate for what you don't have. And, 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 and then you know, things just, and then I end up being super great. And things work themselves out. I just feel like people need to, if people were being real, they need to understand that not all relationships that in your mind should work, will work. And I am just like, let's just cut those out right away. Like there are probably relationships and friendships that I've missed out on because I was very early to dismiss people 
or be dismissive toward people. And they were like, I don't really like the way, I don't like the way this guy does business. But you don't, I'm fine with that because I don't know. You don't have that need to be friends with everybody. Right. I don't. Like a lot of people are people pleasers. You just, you don't. Yeah. And that's, I'm sure that's freeing. And most, most people don't have that. Well, it's funny because one of the other people in this class was telling me, Hey, my first impression of you was you're an asshole. I didn't really like you, but now you know you notice that keeps coming up. Yes, but but the thing was is they were like, now that I've spent a little bit of time around you and understand where you're coming from, you just your delivery system. This is something I've been told my whole life (laughs) is not what is it's not normal. What about people that are like, I had this first impression, and then after lunch, I think, uh, yeah, I got it. I was was like before where I told you I had the idea of lending myself to people where if you had a dog that was sick, I would come and put your dog to sleep, you know, because I don't have that gear. So if you were like, oh, you know, I don't like people that let their dog linger forever. And so I would just go, hey, instead of having your dog wearing a diaper and it's dragging its back leg, I will come over when you're not home and hit it in the head with a sh- I mean, take it and get it put down. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then you could just tell your kids, like, I don't know what happened. We came home. He must have went to heaven. And, yeah, you know, sure but then you still have to pay me the money to do it. Plus, I wouldn't really even charge a service fee because I just it's a good deed. It's a mitzvah. You wouldn't charge say. it all? I, mean, I don't know. It depends. If I got busy. If, you know, but because one a, person tells one person, then they tell two people and, and so on and so forth. Yeah, you forth. can't be thumping But I would allow your dog. dog to die with dignity as far as you know. Yeah. That makes sense. Well, uh, whenever you're free, after like five <laughs> o'clock any weeknight, it would just be fine. Just swing on by. I don't lock the door. And, and, and I don't think I'm a miserable person, but I, I will tell you, yesterday I was pretty miserable because I was standing in the garage and my wife drives in in her car and smashes. We have a, you know, garage fridge. She just smashes into it with her car, smashes it into the common wall, into the kitchen. And I look over and my daughter are looking at her and she goes, oops, I, you know, and I'm like, oops, you just smashed the fridge into the house. And I, so she's like, oh my God, it's what's the big deal? Well, I don't know. The car is damaged. The fridge is damaged. And how many times have you done that before? Well, how does she keep getting new cars and then smashing? <laughs> because she makes the money. She's got no respect for cars <laughs> at all. She makes the money. No respect for cars. No. Oh, dude, that's so funny. Yeah, no, it's hilarious. When because you got that RAV4, she scratched the side mirror. I like, drive a 2000, yeah, I drive a 2008 Highlander, which my daughter is like, you need to get, this car is gross. The air conditioner doesn't work. Why can't you upgrade? You should get something new. And I'm like, because I can park this thing anywhere and never care about it. Yeah. I don't have to worry about like my old man where he parked in the furthest stall of the parking lot, you know, because he didn't want anyone to park next to him. He's dry, you know, well, no matter what he was, it wasn't even like he was driving a Corvette at the time, he, right. you know? So, um, but my wife has that other gear, not even the same gear you have. It's for, it's even a more, a further gear <laughs> where again, she has no problem driving into the garage and smashing into the refrigerator and then being like, whoops. <laughs> also a free way to be though. Also a free yeah, way to is. be. I think, I think given the, I think, um, what is it on a long enough, what is he saying? Fight clubs on a long enough, uh, on a long enough timeline, everybody's expectancy, expect, life expectancy goes to zero. zero. Yeah. 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 I think that that's, that has come to me. I thought for sure, uh, we'd be podcasting it and be like, well, Ben is now the curmudgeon. Uh, <laughs> 
you know, and then you'd be like, oh no, softball and swimming pools and white vinyl fences, like life is good. Never the kid shit. But I, from the very first day I met you, after we got off recording, I said to you, I was like, you watch, you're going to be close, you will become closer to me than I will ever become. Yeah, but that's like saying, like, as time goes on, it's going to get darker out. Like, you know what I mean? I don't know. Of course, dude. Yeah, you've got some battle scars on you. Well, I mean, you know, know, enough swings and misses and things like that. (laughs) you, You tend to, you know, you ever see like, you know, those sharks that like, Swim around and they have all these like little nicks and stuff all mm. over them. Yeah, they earned that. I'm sure one time they were like little nice guppies. But do, you, you get banged up, you know. I in find life. it funny though that people are still asking you like, I don't know. I mean, you're for, nobody, for, for nobody the sake talks of our conversation. Are like, hey, I got to ask you about Dave. Like, is he that much of a? Or I get people asking me like, hey, you know, uh, what's going on with Ben? Or have you, you know, when you deal with Ben, like, are you really? Do you really get frustrated with Ben? Is he? Is he playing? No. Mm. It, it's what you see is what you get. I, I couldn't even fake it if I wanted to because a lot of times I'll come in planning on talking about something and then something you do just you know kicks it into another gear. Yeah. Now, even stranger. So let me let me let me paint this picture. My ex brother in law, okay, Steve, mm-hmm. who I used to do the podcast with. Yeah, he's a rollerblading to. virtuoso. So he his father passed recently, uh, like six months ago, and he is no longer. Uh, at all part of our family. He is, you know, he, my, my sister-in-law and him got a divorce. He has moved on. He has been since remarried, has a child, What? but he reached out to me and said, Hey, my father died. Um, and I was like, cool. Where's the wake? Can you bring, can you bring that? Cool. I said, where's the information uh, about the wake? He called and, and said, my father died. Yeah. I said, I want you to know my father passed away. Can you bring him back? And so I, I went to the, uh, to the ceremony and while I'm sitting he there, he asked you to come. Yeah. Yeah. He just, huh. I knew his dad. So, I mean, peripherally, but he's just like, he, again, just like everybody else who really gets to know me, you know, he wanted me to be a part of this celebration of, of, of life. That's, that's will. my self-esteem. I feel like I'd invite nobody. So I go there and, um, I basically, I know him, I know his mom. And so, uh, I'm sitting there and I go, eventually he gets a minute to walk away after you know greeting everybody and we're in the parlor in the back area and I'm talking to him and he's just asking me hey you know what's going on with the family blah 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 it's nice and all of a sudden a guy that's at this wake goes hey hey my man Dave is huh. are you hey my man Dave and I'm like looking and I'm like what no uh and it's it's your friend and mine Chris Doppler who is a relation to remember your computer oh, the way, whole way to out him yeah, well, yeah. whatever, he knows. No, he had a week-long battle with diarrhea on my computer. Yeah, so... I remember. With that, uh, we start talking about it, and then he's, like, telling his wife, you remember from the, from the podcast. It's, yeah. hey, my man, Dave. Ah, and I, I, could, I couldn't have... Small I, world. I, 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 I don't think it would have been right for me to crawl underneath the, uh, you know... Casket. Yeah, they, uh, but I, I felt like that would have been... <laughs> I needed to get out of there. Um, nothing that he did wrong. But yeah. it is weird especially months removed that you're in this place and somebody just by your voice alone yeah. recognizes you. He's like, this is a really sad affair, but you know what really, you know, it's a real tragedy. He's like, but I got to ask you about, you ben. know, it's a real tragedy. <laughs> right. My podcast feed is empty as can be. So <laughs> that, that, uh, I don't, I'm good with wake etiquette because as, as a, as a Jewish person, we don't have wakes. We, we sit Shiva. There's not a, there's not a, a casket in the room and we, you know, we, we gather at the, the, the house of the person who has had the, the person die and the rabbi comes there and it's gotta be, it's the time Jews fr- sit, isn't there a time frame? Yeah. The Jews sit there and they have friends of their, of their family 
who aren't uh, immediately related to the person who died do all their stuff that they, they can't do anything. They're not the family do does it. Yeah. So friends would come over and cook them dinner or, or clean the house or tidy up. I like it. Um, yeah, it's, it's actually a pretty nice little thing. Yeah. Um, but we, I, had to, I took my daughter to a wake the other day for one of our neighbors. His mother passed away, and my daughter's like, I don't know. I've not really been to a wake. I don't know what to expect. And I said, well, here's the thing. Knock-knock jokes are a big no-no. I don't know how this is going to play out. I think um, his mother was cremated. But if not, uh, Catholic people te- typically have an open casket. Yeah. And that could be a lot for you. So I don't think it's could, a Catholic thing. I think you, it's just people. You could get the... Uh, well, I only know Jewish people and Catholic people. So my world it's is really all there small, is. Right? Yeah. So uh, I said, you're, a lot of people will expect you to walk up to the casket and either touch touch the body or kneel down and they'll pray or they'll, they'll do something, they'll say something in their head or they'll talk yeah. to them. In some communities, some you people, throw yourself upon the body and sob loudly. Italian people like to stand behind the open casket and take a family photo for posterity. <laughs> um, and uh, so anyway, I said, so if the scenario is that there's a body there, they may... They may find it disrespectful if you don't do the walk past, but you do have the I'm Jewish card. If it's asked, and I then you know what are they going to do? It's like the Uno reverse. Yeah, you know, like I, I don't have to because yeah. I'm Jewish. You go. I was gonna do the walk, but it was Jews. So so with that, <laughs> I said. So here's the, here's what I do. I do the I do the quick. I walk by. I wait until the the uh, bereaved is uh, already engaged in a long conversation with somebody, and I walk up and I say, "Just go and grab you for a minute. Sorry for your loss." And then I move so down the sneaky. line. So sneaky. And I say, I, "You know, keep talking." I just I I, I wanted to reach no, real quick. Yeah. You know, and yeah, you you keep doing you and get me out of this, dude. Worked worked like a charm. Worked like a charm. In fact, I walked up and my neighbor was telling me his 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 father was there holding court. And he's like, he's keeping people all day. He's, he's being a chatty Kathy. Yeah. And so I, I said, watch this. I showed him at his, at his mother's feet. I said, watch what I'm going to do here. <laughs> I said, uh, you know, I, I actually gave him my address. I said, my name is uh, Dave. I am uh, your son's neighbor. I live at this address. Sorry for your loss in case you didn't remember me. And, uh, you know, if there's anything I can do. Uh, I like that. I like that. I like that move of insisting. You go like, no, hold on. Wait, no, no, I, w- I would never yeah. bother you. I can't. This also, is obviously a very serious conversation. No, no, I, I definitely don't want to. I mean, you shouldn't. <laughs> yeah, you should. Right. You keep doing what you're doing without me. And you stay. You talk to your... Look, your family needs you, and I want to keep walking, and you hang out. It's almost like that thing where you go to a work uh, a work party that you don't want to be at. You remember like on Office, Jim was like, you got to get your picture taken twice. There was like, a, a, there was like an algorithm. Yeah. And I did the same thing. It's like, you got you to gotta sign in on the book. So here's another thing. Yeah, like I had, I, I ate a couple bites of a sandwich. I the people were smoking outside. I went and said hi to them real quick. <laughs> you took a quick selfie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, make sure you go by the back of the room. Mm-hmm. You have to make two comments about the photo boards. Mm-hmm. Look at them, so young. God, better times, right? Especially, and then you go. Now this is I, I use this if it's an elderly person who has lived a beautiful, great, long life. If if it's a, a person that's tragically passed maybe i you know I'll, I'll pump the brakes a little bit i'll put a little more time in but but yeah. we all know here's the thing it, it's circle of life uh you got to do what you got to do i did show up i want you to know i did care enough to stop but i did show my daughter it was like ba-boom 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 and we're off to the races and clearly you you agree with this yeah. philosophy yeah like, i like well if what are we if doing you're, if you're not super emotionally invested well what are we doing especially if you're my neighbor okay I already talked to you anyway. We're going to have another conversation. Any conversation we need to have on a personal level, it doesn't have to happen now. 
No, they just need to know that you came. Yeah, right. That's it. And, right? and that's better than the, you know, waiting for him to look my direction and giving him a quick wave. Well, it's like I the equivalent know. of like leaving a tip. Like you have to just wait. Like they have to see you there. Like they have to see you put the dollar in the jar. They have to see you at that wake. You don't need to right. have the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I told you the story before, I think, when I was working with this guy years ago and we would go to this China buffet and he would always tip the, uh, there was a sushi chef. And, and I came in the line behind, he dropped his, his $5 bill in the sushi chef's money, uh, you know, the little bowl yeah. and the guy didn't see it. So, so I Seinfeld. grabbed the $5 up and I said, Hey, thanks. And the guy looked and I dropped that guy's $5 back in there <laughs> and stolen valor. Here's the thing. The guy didn't deserve $5 for a tip. I feel two fifty from him, two fifty for me. You know, it all comes out in the wash. Like uh, what does it matter? It's all right? debatable. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not above giving a tip, but I feel like I'll I would just, hope I could, I could give your tip that, you know, <laughs> you're definitely not above giving both of our tips with my money or with your money. That's for sure. So I didn't yeah, know if you, good. you had a wake etiquette. Uh, thankfully being, being Jewish, you know, I don't have to see the open casket. There's just never a scenario where that happens. So yeah. especially with your kids, have your kids been to a wake? Um, yes, yes. They've been to several and I always just say, hang out. I kind of tell them, I just show by example, you hang out, there's a picture board, you look at it, you make a few comments about the picture board, which is nice, and most of these things are things that you want to do anyway, mm. um, but last week I went to, it was um, it was very much uh, tell me old stories about the person, mm. you know what I mean? And so... Wait, they stopped and they said, hey, we want before you leave, we would like everyone to leave yeah, a story. Yeah, like, you know, like you're at a campfire, everyone like has to, you know... Um, but they well, give you a lead time. Like before you came, they sent out a text saying, hey, here's the wake, be prepared with a story in case you're called upon. Well, let me... No, 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 of course not. I'm trying... Oh, I'm trying to think. This is all... Yeah, it was all very good. Oh God! Yeah, it was all confusing. But it's all very confusing. But normally, if I want to be at that wake, this yours is a casual wake. This is like a friend. If yeah. it's a person I know, or, or you know, a neighbor. I'm sorry. Mm. Oh, he's a friend. a friend, a neighbor, right. a friend. Um, if it's somebody you you knew growing up or something, then you obviously have stories anyway. But I'm. I would say that is one pro tip: is have something in the can, mm. even if it's a. You know, they always kind of reminded me of Alan Alda. And I don't know why. Like, have something that can be yes-anded. You know what I mean? Because you ever what you can't go is like, um, no no, no real thoughts on their, their legacy um, at all, actually. What no about nothing. adding something to the lexicon? Like saying, like, I, a little known fact, but George used to, I, I know he didn't talk about it, but he was, in his day, a prolific yo-yoer. Well, it'd be nice just to make it up, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. And you just add that, and then people go, never do that about George. Yeah, here's the thing about uh, that guy. Is every, did you know he was really into, uh, I wouldn't say he was into witchcraft, but he mentioned it a lot. <laughs> yeah, right. He kept just, yeah. He used to love body humor and westerns. Yeah, how many, mortar, like, how many mortar and pestles does one guy need? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just wondering, like, you could literally leave, because when my when my father passed away and we had a quasi-wake for those uh, for the Gentiles, there was a lot of people who came to pay their respects that were, like, telling me stories about, you know, my dad's business. He, he uh, had a business where he fixed people's cars, and they came in and said, I don't know if you know this, but your father never made me pay a bill of $1,000 that uh, we couldn't pay because we just didn't have the money, and out of the kindness of his heart, he let us go past on that. And I'm thinking, I, my mom's 
probably not happy about it, but you know what I mean? Like, it's a nice story. He gets, you know. Dude, so there's your, you want extra mitzvah, you want extra, even if I mean, you might even want to get paid from it. That is yours. That is your service. Say you know a guy who lived a decent life. And he was a five out of 10, right? Or, or a woman. A woman can die just as well as a man. I don't Say, think a five out of 10 is decent when we're talking about someone's life. That's me. I know. I mean, that's a, okay. I'm saying fair to mid. Okay, okay. Right. Yeah. The family hires you or I to come in and sow in seeds of good uh, stories and, and good lore. Right. Mm. So like we show up to the wake, people don't know who we are and we go, Oh, he didn't, we, he actually worked with us at 4-H. He was a, like he was a huge uh, advocate. He used to um, fix people's old lawnmowers for friendly mm. weekends. You tell fake stories about good deeds. It's, we're, we could be the Amazon deliverer of stolen valor. We'll do it for you. Yeah, you could do that. Especially if you knew a dude was in the military and you did something. You just told a great war story about him, even though you're not age appropriate to have been in the military with <laughs> right. him. Yeah. And just see if any, how someone would react to it. Or, the things like he I did said, in both the Korean and Vietnam War were unreal. He was a 1216 in online chess, nationally recognized. I don't know if you knew this. He was one of the greater chess champions of the last 10 years. Well, and it's perfect because nobody knows why you're there. And so they go, I'm sorry, are you, am I familiar? Well, you don't know me, but I actually, uh, he saved my my uh, daughter once. She was in a parking lot. She was going to get abducted. He came up and he said, you know, he said, Biff, on my said, watch. you get your damn hands off her. <laughs> yeah, he stood up. And so you just. Or what if you just told a story that was from a plot of a movie, but inserted that guy in it, but it was <laughs> yeah, an obscure just... movie. A la the warriors. He used to be part of a roller skating gang in the seventies. Yeah. Yeah. They don't tell you a lot of this. He was a pinball champion right. as a kid. And not a lot of people know this because I guess they weren't around or right. whatever, but, yeah. uh, all great ideas. Yeah. He bought this weird little, uh, creature for Christmas one year and brought it home. And, uh, he told everyone not to feed it. Yeah. There were some rules. He didn't, <laughs> you know, he didn't follow rules. We know that, you know, right. He's not a rule follower. follower. No, no. He, <laughs> He made up for it with bravery. <laughs> That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, That's not a bad service. I, I think that uh, we're still innovating. We still have it. We have what it takes to uh, to turn this this world on its ear. Yeah, I would agree, of course. Where are your headphones? In my ear. <laughs> no, where are your headphones? You like, left like, here, there were headphones. Like the cans? The, yeah, what happened? I never took them. What the hell would I take headphones for? What, mm. what am I going to do with cans? The world has them. The world has they belong. You know what? Like this content, it belongs to the world. I have to tell you that uh, one last thing. <laughs> You've met my new dog. Oh, but yeah. He's that, a, did you did you get his name? Oh, uh, that's a boy. Did you get his name? Yeah, of course. No, of course, it's a boy. Yeah, it's, he's a delight. His name is Omar Little, not Omar. Is it really Omar Little? Yes, because when he's coming down the stairs, we all yell, "Omar coming!" Omar coming! Omar coming! Now, my wife likes to tell people that she has a new son and he's Wait. black, and. Uh, <laughs> Really? So she will not tolerate any kind of racism, any kind of... Uh, she wants people to know that um, she sees no color. We had a brown dog. We had a white dog. We had a yellow dog. Now we have a black dog. Well, that ain't bad. That ain't bad. I, You know, I, I'll, I'll tell you this. One thing about that I do miss about working in warehouses is I really miss old black dudes. I really I'm miss I'm saying, them. yeah, like, I agree with I you. Really I never miss worked at a, at a warehouse with a black It was dude. my favorite thing in the world, too. Even when the job sucks, nobody is cool. I, this is why my friend circle sucks. I need to get, like, I don't How do you make new old black friends? I don't know. I don't know. Um, I got to find them. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I think they play chess at McDonald's sometimes. Okay. <laughs> I don't know where else to... I mean, you could put out an ad on Craigslist. 
I don't know. That I'm seeking them? Yes. Middle-aged, white, male-seeking, old black guy that works in warehouses. I don't want them to think I'm some, like, fat weirdo, so make sure you say, like, fit. Okay. Like, fit, (laughs) middle-aged, white guy looking for... Right. Yeah, I miss it because... um, they were the they were the they were the most fun out of anybody that I ever worked with. They got to say, they got to say, uh, phrases with no calories. They got to say like mean nothing phrases. Like you go, I used to work with this dude Leotis. He's the best ever. I go, what's up, Leotis? How's it going? Go, oh man, you know, can't call it. And it's like, okay, you can't call it. That's cool. Like I can't call it either. Um, how's it going? Oh, you got the best hand. Oh, I got the. Oh, I didn't know I had the, I feel better about my, I got the best hand. That's really cool. Uh, no, you got the best hand. Shit. If I had Joe's, I'd cut mine off. Like they get to just say these cool, they get this like, you could just like, like, uh, uh, like you can just walk up to like a super old black dude you work with and just be like, you know, like salt packets, tennis rackets, you know what I'm saying? They're like, you fucking chill, right? Like, it's, that's my favorite. I don't and, have those experiences. Oh, dude. Plastic cups and butter cups. Like you just like. Anything that rhymes, you could just you could just say it, and then they'll like lean back and just be like, "I know this, right?" And I, there is something really uh, they, people don't talk about it enough, and I'm going to change that today. Well, you, I do, I still hanging around the same barber shop inside the grocery store. Yeah, don't, but they're so, not, they're not old enough. I mean, how old is old? How old is old enough? Fifty five and up. I mean, fifty. He's probably fifty two. Close. Yeah. I'm almost 52. I mean, I'm f- I'll be 47. You can't know like a lot of Biggie's music. Mm. You just have to be able to quote one or two lines. Mm. That's the age I need you to be. Like you can go like it was all a dream, but that like that you don't know after that. Right. That's me. That's where I'm at. That's where you're at. That's, yeah. And that's the one so you don't lyric. make the you don't make the cut. <laughs> and I mean, obviously for several reasons, but like mm. no, but I I just do miss it. you walk and you go like, "Man, I don't feel like working today. I know that's right. And then, you know, just be like, you know, four doors, more whores. I mean, they like came up with that first or whatever. Just say something. It doesn't have to mean anything. It just feels right. You know what I mean? It's like old Dirty Bastards rap lyrics. It's like, just say them because they are fun. I mean, he made millions of dollars. Yeah. Well. I would assume. But that was off not paying taxes, right? Remember he had the the video on MTV where he had like a... He cashed his welfare Yeah, he cashed, his, he cashed yeah. his welfare. He's a millionaire. He yeah, it was like video diary or whatever. Yeah, so if, if you know, you're... Well, I think she's not racist for having a little black dog. Um, well, I just think she I one up her and say I need more old I black dudes. I didn't say she, she wasn't racist. I just said... <laughs> I just said she just likes the world to know... That the, that she has a little black dog, she puts that forward. That dog seems just as uh, as your other dogs, you know. I put down my wife's last dog, um, like shovel. months before. <laughs> no, months before we got this one, and we were going to take a break, and we didn't. But um, again, I was so relieved. My wife called me and was like, "I just heard from the kids, and you got to take Bandit and put him down because uh, he's had a seizure and he's he's just not acting right." And normally, I would be like, "Why are you bothering me at work?" Like this could, you know, this is not important, but I thought to myself, oh, I get to put this dog down. I went, I immediately said, I have, I have time to take back. I let my, uh, my boss know. And I was out the door and at the, uh, the animal clinic within, uh, 30 minutes tops. You already had an Aldi bag in the back of your car. And, and, And again, I did the same thing where they were like, Hey, did you want to take a couple seconds with the dog? And I'm like, no, I'm good. And they're like, 
they just did not know how to say Actually, the lady made me fill out. She said, I need you to fill out some forms uh, about his visit. And I was like, well, what's the point of filling out the forms with all of his information? He won't be making another it's a, visit. It's a this waiver a, that says, like, you've denied your five minutes alone with your dog. Yeah. I, Dave, uh, am, what do you call it, foregoing? Yes. I'm foregoing <laughs> my right to have... Any emotional attachment uh, at sign here. Animal and people have no sense of humor when it comes to animal animals dying. No, they don't. And <laughs> I have I don't know why they can't humor see I'm like, uh, the, the funny in it. Yeah, right. I mean, hey, we're here to do this thing. Let's get this thing done. And I tried to bargain the price. I said, hey, look, I don't understand because the price is the same whether you take his ashes or not. And I'm like, I don't understand why that is because. In order for you to give me his ashes, that means he had to be cremated by himself. And so I only get his specific ashes. I don't need to get into all the nuance. Just throw him in the dumpster behind the building you think and dog we'll call cre- it 100. You're saying dog cremation is cap. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> On God. On God. <laughs> I'll phone him great. All right. Well, I will talk to you later. <laughs> I got to right. get out of here. Later. <laughs>